0: Welcome to Design Speaks. This lovely podcast is brought to you by a graphic design geek and a regular human being, aka a non-designer. We're here to chat about music, pop culture, cool places, and basically whatever we feel is relevant.
1: Hello, everybody. I am Brandy C. And I am Michelle. Welcome. You are listening to episode six of Design Speaks. Welcome. I already said welcome. But I wanted to welcome that oh, okay. too. <laughs> In this episode, we'll be talking about
0: staying true to yourself as a designer. And what that means and looks like. We haven't talked about this at all other than what we kind of wanted to talk about. So I'm really excited for this conversation. Me too. I think I'm going to learn a few things here.
1: Well, I hope that I learn a few things because you've started asking me questions that I didn't think of before, which and I wasn't prepared for. I'm like, you can throw anything You're at me.
0: diving into your inner <laughs> being and learning more about yourself. Which is it's great. therapeutic. Yeah, it's good. This is free therapy for you. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> I've been watching Moana a lot lately. I have a two-year-old. And every time I say you're welcome, I just hear Dwayne Johnson oh, in my, my mind. Oh, my gosh. You're welcome. Just now I'm going to do that. <laughs> every single time. <laughs> Which he did at the Oscars. He did. And he acted like he didn't want to, but you know he wanted to. Like they to. forced him to.
1: <laughs> like the only way um, we're letting you introduce this next person
0: is if you sing a little bit of You're Welcome. And a little bit of him was excited. Yeah. It's true. He seems like a really fun guy. So this next part, uh, we want to talk about things we loved this week. This week, just this week. I mean, it could carry on past this week, but this past week, something that was just like really yeah. You so
1: mine was probably closer to like two weeks. Um, as much as I can binge as a wife and a mother and designer and all the things teacher. I do, <laughs> yeah, teacher, all the things that I do. Um, I quasi binged Penny Dreadful.
0: Um, which, I've never heard of this.
1: Yeah it it popped up on my like things you might like on Netflix, which is. Sometimes really good and sometimes just the worst thing ever. On Netflix? On Netflix, yeah. Um, sorry, did I not say that? Okay. You're not in my head. <laughs> so it's – the description was pretty intriguing. It's It was like um, – see characters like Frankenstein and um, – uh, I don't know. There's like vampires and stuff. And I was like, oh, you know, I like Supernatural. I like things like that. But I also really love Victorian literature. So Oh, it also said Dorian Gray. And I was like, oh. So, basically, like, the premise of this show is um, Penny Dreadfuls were, like, the pulp fiction of the Victorian era, but they were based on, like, like real news. Like, they would have had some based around Jack the Ripper or something like very that. Very cool. Yeah. Like, pretty graphic, crazy stuff. So, P.S., this show is for mature audiences. It's very bloody. It's very graphic. Um, but if you really like... Interesting Victorian twists on stories. Um, It's really
0: addicting. Was it like, was the acting good? Like, there are some shows that I can't, it's really hard for me to get past terrible corny acting. No, the acting is really good. And actually, uh, Josh Hartnett
1: is is the leading, one of the leading characters. When I saw him, I
0: was like, what the heck? That is wild. Pearl Harbor Pearl Harbor, Black Hawk Down. My Josh younger sister Hartnett. was in love
1: with Josh Hartnett. Like so posters died. on the wall in love, and I was like, "You're not dead from a drug overdose, Josh Hartnett. I'm so proud of you. Welcome back." And he's in Penny, Penny Dreadful. Penny Dreadful, yeah, and he plays a really intense character. Um, I won't give anything away, but it's really good. Um, I love to see different takes on things that I love, and it was a a really. Cool way for them to bring all of the characters from these stories that were actually written at the same time, living in the same universe.
0: It's like, like a comic life. book. Yes, but for things that you actually really super enjoy. Yeah, but for weirdos like me who like Victorian literature. Yeah, <laughs> literature, <laughs> literature. But it's so not much like
1: it's not so much like the Sense and Sensibility kind or like Jane Eyre. It's more okay. It's like Frankenstein and Dracula and. All of those kind of characters.
0: Now, if you've never read Frankenstein or Dracula, are you gonna. No, because basically, all, I mean, just almost very similar
1: to comic movies. If you know about them, you're gonna catch more subtle things that they do and say. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll like reference little things here and there that you probably wouldn't catch if you didn't read the books. Mm -hmm. But you can appreciate, if all you know about
0: Frankenstein is that he had a monster you're probably fine. See, and I didn't know that Frankenstein wasn't the monster until maybe five-ish years ago. That's funny. I just didn't. I never read the book. I'm not. I mean, it makes it makes sense if you don't know. Well, yeah. Because all the focus is on the monster. Right. Yeah. So Frankenstein's monster. Okay. But yeah. Very
1: cool. Yeah, so that was, that's kind of been what I've I've been kind of thinking about, and it's, that has inspired me just because it's an interesting take on stuff, and so similar to what we're gonna be talking about today it's someone's someone's uh personality someone's vision that they took someone else's vision and kind of made it their own mm-hmm. and they made it um true to
0: them and in the same light i had a really fun week watching back to Netflix, a Netflix series, um, Series of Unfortunate Events on Netflix. I haven't finished it yet. It's fun. i am watching it with my daughter. It's so much fun. I love, is his name, is it Lemony Snicket, the narrator type yes. dude? So yes. Lemony Snicket, he's so funny.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: He is, he is so dry. His personality is it's so good and like just the way they capture him he just like appears behind the kids just and he's just talking just like not normal but he's narrating what's going on it's like
1: real life narration like what would a narrator look like if he just like was standing next to you narrating your life it's
0: so great (laughs) um and then neil patrick harris plays oh, what's his name count olaf count olaf um he plays Count Olaf, which was in the movie played by Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. and this is where the whole connection part comes in. You like he took a lot of inspiration tell. from Jim Carrey's portrayal portrayal yeah. of Count Olaf, which is amazing because Jim Carrey's classic. Like he's so he's so much over fun the top. to watch. Yeah, so over the top, but and, perfect. But Neil Patrick, I th- Neil Patrick Harris, I think took it so perfectly because he's still he's still like himself. He's still like. Being, he's being Count Olaf in his own eyes, mm-hmm. like from what he sees. But he's taking some inspiration from other places. There's w- actually a little bit of Barney. Oh, totally. Like every,
1: sometimes I'm like, you're,
0: you're Barney right now. <laughs> it's really funny, <laughs> um, and I love that the the intro, the theme song changes every episode. Yes. with the with the personality of who he is oh, in that episode. I love it. It's so, so, I love it. And it's one of those things, like they there, you just catch little tiny things that are going on in the episode, and it ends up being a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, and it's so, great. That's the episode, Those are the, that's the show I watch after I catch up on my This Is Us. When I watch This Is Us, I cry, and I cry, and then I have to rehydrate because I've cried so much. Oh my much. gosh, do you have to be the 50 millionth person
1: to tell me I need to watch this I show? I still
0: don't understand why you haven't watched it. It's so good. Because I
1: don't, I don't like to cry, and I don't, I'm not a, And you're not really a girly girl either, which is why this surprises me. Like, I don't like chick flicks. I don't like to cry. And when people are crying in my presence, I don't know what to do with you. So how, why would I watch this show? My
0: thing, well, (laughs) besides being like, I think my favorite actor, and uh, this is before I knew that he even played Jess, when he was Peter Petrolli, Milo Milo Ventimiglia (laughs) is just... From the heavens, well, he was a hero. Oh my gosh, I get he it. He was your hero. He was my hero, <laughs> um, and then no, he's I, actually a really great actor. Yeah, he's so he's so talented, and even just like off camera, just a fun. He's a fun interview. Mm-hmm. It seems like um, I like that he's just like really cool, but also kind of awkward. Um, is he
1: the one that's supposed to be like a really good dad?
0: Yeah, he's the he's dad. Like the dad, and this
1: is us. Okay, so if you, ha- I won't spoil it. If I am. I plan episode, on watching it because I need to be able to have conversations with you. So. Besides, besides, (laughs) all I talk about is this is us. You can't have a conversation with me anymore. Well, you know, when you reference
0: it, I really want to know what you're talking about. So So besides loving Milo Ventimiglia and all of his acting glory, um, I really just believe, I wholeheartedly believe that everybody just needs a good cry every now and then. And sometimes you only get it through someone's emotional story happening in a TV episode. I guess that's good because... You don't
1: want your life to be the thing that
0: makes you cry, right? All no the time, no. And but <laughs> the okay, the acting is amazing. The storytelling is incredible. So the writers are really good. The writers are amazing, and I'm just I get nervous because um, we're coming upon the end of season one, and sometimes writers change and like in the middle of lost like mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. happened oh, in season five Lost, last. you know
1: so disappointing it's
0: so sad and so when that happens to a tv show it just takes you out of it mm-hmm. and i don't want that to happen with this is us because i know they all have real names like mandy moore is not rebecca i get that but when she's in the tv show she's rebecca yeah. and milo and you is jack don't see the many different yeah. And so I, I love it. Like, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm with them. You're in it to win it. I'm in it for the long haul. <laughs> this is us and me. We are together. This is us. <laughs> so that's been my week. Just as a That's great. Recap. So you cried a lot. You that's know, good. drank a lot of water. I watched a
1: lot of people die on Penny Dreadful, and you watched a lot of wholesome family goodness. No crying for you. <laughs> no. No, I didn't cry. I mean, there were times where I was like, that's
0: really sad,
1: but... That's about as far as I get usually.
0: Well, whatever. <laughs> it's okay. You'll
1: you'll get there. You'll get there. I'll let you know if I cry during
0: this. Is us. When when are you gonna watch it? Make I don't a know. promise to me. I'll I'll try to watch it this week. You'll Since try to watch I, I'm it. I'm done week. with
1: Penny Dreadful. I need something else to watch.
0: Okay, it's on NBC. You can watch it on Hulu and you can also watch it on NBC.com. .com. Yeah. Yeah. Just put in some headphones on your computer and just cry. Don't even, don't even bother getting tissue because that's like you're setting yourself up. You have to pause the episode and go run and get tissue and then come Oh, my back. gosh. <laughs> I didn't know this was going to be such an ordeal. That's how you know it's real. Okay. So what else are we going to talk about? Well, I want to talk about <laughs> more about you and your past week. Um, this is going to lead into my question okay. for this episode. Warning. It's a big one. Okay. So this past week, you had kind of a crazy and really fun week and you won some awards. I
1: did. Do you want to tell did. us a
0: little bit about it?
1: Yes, I do.
0: At the risk of sounding like I'm just really conceited, I well, you want to talk about it because it's really exciting, but also I, we want to hear about it, and I want you to tell the world. So I'm
1: <laughs> I'm prodding
0: you on, like, t- okay, tell tell t- all. So,
1: um, I won this weekend a few Addie Awards. For those of you, hopefully, who don't know what that means, because we want this to be an everybody show. I don't. So so um. I'm a member of the American Advertising Federation, which sounds very specific to advertising, but it's actually, um, it's basically like a group of people that are advertisers, marketers, graphic designers, illustrators. It's basically anyone that could possibly be involved in an advertisement. Um, And they have, like, monthly luncheons and stuff. But every year, this is, like, a there's local chapters and there's a national chapter. And every year they have um, an awards ceremony. And it's the Addy Awards. And you basically submit your work. And they bring in um, judges from other advertising agencies and other design agencies from across the country. So none of them are actually local to here, um, wherever you are. So if you're in New York, they're not local to New York. They're from somewhere else. And likewise for here. So... They basically look at all the work, and they give out gold awards for the very best, and they give out silver awards for the almost very best. I don't know. <laughs> the second the second best. Um, so I entered some of my posters, some that I, I'm really proud of. I almost didn't enter them because you'll you'll probably hear in a little while at some point how I feel about design awards in general, but um, I want two silver awards for my pieces and also something they only do here in New Mexico. It's called the Albuquerque 30, which is an award that they give out to the 30 best ideas of the year. So that, I'm actually honestly more proud of that one than I am the silvers because I'm sort of a weird perfectionist. I'm like, yeah, but the silver's not gold. (laughs) But I'm really... Oh my gosh. No, I know. It's terrible. I'm kind of that person. So, but I am really proud. I'm really proud that I was able to... Basically, go. I I say go up against like it was like, I don't know, some head to head competition, but with
0: like actual advertising companies, this is what they do. This is what they they're like they expect to win. <laughs> yeah,
1: and it, it's that's something that kind of made me feel better about getting like basically second place in a way was, you know, everyone virtually everyone else. There was there was some agencies, quote agencies like me that that are just me. Like, it's just one person um, that also won. But there was less than a handful, including myself. And so the majority of them were teams of people, like between minimum three people, maximum of like nine or ten people working on these campaigns that won gold awards. And I basically kind of stood my own and was able to win something with only entering four people four pieces. I won three awards. That's so cool. I tend to want to be the kind of person that isn't only happy with like the very best thing. And because I've been able to do that so often, I have started something that I don't know if it's healthy or not, like going into competitions, just thinking, basically, I'm just going to do me. And it's okay if I don't win.
0: It's okay if I don't win. (laughs) How many Addy Awards have you been a part of? So this is your second year in a row, or no? Okay,
1: three. No, that's wrong. I I entered as a student. Okay. Um, I think I was a junior in college, and uh, they also have a student category. I didn't win anything. I also entered one piece, um, when I was art directing for a place. Okay. Um, and I didn't win anything, but it's it's not so much that I got discouraged from it. Honestly, the majority of it was like, I can't afford to enter my piece because you have to pay to enter these things. So that was part of it. But I did definitely, I was shocked because I I for sure went in there telling my husband as we walked in, like, I don't, I don't think I want anything. It's okay. Like my students definitely want, I know some of my students that I helped with, you know, directing and helping them. Like I know for sure a lot of them want and that's like That's a win for me. Yeah. So I was kind of just like already accepting that like I just didn't win even though I had no idea. And then (laughs) surprise. Yeah. You won. Turned a corner and there was some ribbons on my posters and I was like, "What? what? What is that? I don't even remember what I said. I don't remember half half of the night, to be honest. Like, I think I really was in, like, major shock.
0: What a really good feeling. I love that. Congratulations. Thank you. It's so exciting. Yeah, that's pretty great. And one thing that was really cool about this year's Addy Awards is that they, you told me I wasn't there. You, they were themed 90s. Yes. So I got to go dress like I was 15 years old. And it felt so, so right. So um, you won some awards. And this leads into my actual question for this episode. Shoot. <sighs> okay. Take a breath. Okay, so do you have a hard time designing something that you personally love and resonate with and feel like is you at your core, when you think about the future and whether or not that this design is going to win an award or get like recognition from somebody important? Um,
1: in short, no, okay, because and this is um, this is something that i've I've just decided that I need to be a part of my design life is not designing for awards. Um, I feel like I do definitely feel like there are certain kinds of things that win awards and I, I think I know that in my mind and even when <laughs> I have a, uh, an instructor at this at the college where I, I teach and something that he we just kind of know he can tell like he'll tell the students, oh yeah, that's that's ad equality right there. Like midway through the project, which is, what does that mean? That means that this is this is something that judges like, basically. Oh, okay. Like this is great quality. This is awesome work. Like this is a great concept or something. I mean, I think it, it's meant to be an encouragement, and I love I love that he does that. But on the other hand, there's also the factor of are we are we teaching our students to be um, accolade minded like is that all we designed for like is a pat on the back like is that what we're here for are are we supposed to be doing something better than that like for me what I've what I've come to settle with is if I do my best work and if I then choose my best work to enter to win an award I feel that it is worthy of being considered but if i if I design if I start my design sitting down with the client, thinking about an award, that's the wrong that's the wrong way to think about it because I should be sitting with the client thinking about your message. what is it that I need to do for you to communicate like for example, the posters that I did were for um some stage plays for a uh, performing arts theater in Pogosa Springs, and they had um I think I did six total. Lots of different stage plays and all of them were completely varied topics. But my job was to create like a feel for all of them so that it looked like they all came from the same theater, but they're all different plays. So they're all completely different. That makes sense. So if I would have sat back and thought, oh man, in a year I'm going to have to enter these to win an award. So when I enter these, will they win? How can I design these so that I win an award? I don't think that I would have. I don't think that I would have gone to the
0: solutions that I did. How do you think they would have looked versus what you, like how, just, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be like, for sure, this is what it would have looked like, but an example of how it would have looked like versus what you actually ended up with.
1: More corporate. I think, I think that, um, which is interesting because honestly, if I think back, a lot of awards are given to things that look a little bit more unique but consistently awards are given to things that look more corporate more um it's hard to explain this to you but like
0: what is what is something what is a design that is well known that looks corporate so that's throwing it out there and you may not i don't know um gosh
1: a design that looks corporate um i mean logos tend to be corporate like yeah, I was where they're just like very clean like um you can look at the the logo here that with this piece of equipment we're working the focus right like that's that's a clean very corporate there's no person like there's not as much personality there's not a lot of it's they like things that have like double meaning like where there's a shape within a shape oh or okay like, um so and i know this and that's good design that's that's great design to design in that way especially if you're working on logos which are also a part of the awards they give out things for for logos but um if i had gone into it thinking that it was going to be for an award i would have definitely approached it differently and it wouldn't have been me anymore it would have been i'm now designing for those people that will potentially be viewing my work as opposed to for the client with me infused into that Mm. That's good. Does that make sense? That really does. That was a really long answer. No, I had a
0: really long question. <laughs> okay, Did good. you hear it? <laughs> it was good. I I think um, it's important in not just design, graphic design, but just in every area of your life to, to remember how to stay true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever it is you're doing, whether it's writing, whether if you're an accountant, I don't know, there's probably something like – there's a form of integrity that we need to uphold within our lives and our passions and our beliefs, our ethics. Right. Um, and it's so easy to lose that because um, when you work when you work with other people, the higher ups tend to. I mean, it's not like they're intentionally doing this. Maybe some of them are, but they're <laughs> not always intentionally trying to make you mold you mold you, but. Th- like you want like we want to please people. We mm-hmm. want people to like what we're doing. And so sometimes that changes the way we, that we work and the way that we think. And it's not always healthy. It's good to learn and from those experiences and keep those people in mind because we want to be respectful. Mm-hmm. But it's not always the way that we should go.
1: Yeah, and it's not an easy thing to do and it's something that I I only within the past like probably three years have really begun to feel like um, I'm finding my own style. I mean, and I've always had a style but where I really feel like there's me in it. Like I'm not just creating pretty designs or, or cohesive or good conceptually. Like they actually feel right and they are right and um, I think that Listening to people like uh, James Victoria um, really has impacted my work because his whole philosophy is basically like, almost like, just do you, boo. <laughs> I love it's it. It's like, you know, it's a little more vulgar coming from James Victoria, which is amazing because he's oh, that's him. super fun and that's him. And that's what's that's what's kind of inspired me to do this podcast as well because I... I was kind of hiding behind my blog a little bit because I do love to write. And when I write, I I write very formally. And so, um one of my very good friends and former co-workers, I call him my brother, um, Dominic, when I first started writing my pod, my um I'm sorry, my blog, he was I was like I need some feedback and he's like you don't sound like you. And i think, like where's yeah. the fire? That's where's so the good. fiery brandy? Right. Stripping. And I think that there are times, you know, it, yeah, you know, just like anything else, you know, you know, there's certain outfits that you can wear, but sometimes those aren't appropriate, you know. Yeah. I think it's the same thing, but I th- I think for me it was more, I, I know me when I'm talking, but when I'm just by myself, like my, I guess my brain is more formal than my mouth. <laughs> that makes sense. When it's just me and the typewriter and I'm typing, I come across very formal, but when I'm just talking like this, it's more, I mean, this is, this is me you have sit down you have time to
0: this is us i was gonna say this is us did you hear me catch myself <laughs> yeah. i'm like no but when you're sitting down by a typewriter by the way what century do you live in a typewriter
1: did i call it a typewriter <laughs> i do have an actual typewriter that's really Are you great
0: surprised? no i'm not surprised <laughs> but it, you probably sit down at the computer and just, it's kind of like like i'm gonna videotape this I'm going to record it on my phone. We don't have a videotape. It's I a record. I do say
1: videotape. Oh, my I'm gosh. I'm so old. It's
0: so funny. I
1: really was very seriously considering downloading an an app add-on to my my computer that makes the
0: typewriter sounds when oh I type. Oh, my gosh. You would. I'm still considering it. That would be it. so distracting to me. I'd be like, I, I can't do I this. I love it so much. Oh, it sounds so awful for me. So, P.S.,
1: speaking of Dominic, he texted me yesterday, mm-hmm. and this is what he said. I liked the episode where you were fired up about what a designer is.
0: Yes.
1: So see, he that's that that makes me feel good that this is this is actually me.
0: <laughs> um, speaking of, go to our iTunes, rate us. Yes, um, give us some
1: feedback. Give us some
0: feedback. It can be it can be. Constru- I like constructive feedback. I really do appreciate yeah, please it. Please
1: don't just say. Um, This is the worst thing I've ever heard in my
0: life. We would like to know why. Yeah. Be more (laughs) constructive with your feedback, please. Um, We're available to listen to on iTunes and um, brandyc.com. But iTunes is preferable because we know at that point who is listening. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Give us five stars. Please. Give us five stars. Don't make us beg. We're done. We're uh, done asking. I'm done asking you. Just go do it. Bring out the mom voice. Um, last week we talked about the places that you've been that affects the way you're designed. Thank you for chiming in. We really appreciate it. You can chime in on Instagram, um, Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. I mean, I don't know how LinkedIn really works. I put it on
1: LinkedIn, but mostly it's just like other businessy people and I don't really get a lot from that. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter.
0: Those are the three main social media outlets that we are on constantly, just like you most likely. And we, we see those right away. Um, Yeah.
1: You can also email me um, at brandy at com. So my name, B-R-A-N-D-I-S-E-A.
0: <laughs> you did it. I I, I was going to spell it. I was like, that's her name. <laughs> she can spell it.
1: <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So brandy at brandyc.com. If you guys don't want to publicly comment or send feedback, you know, where everyone can see, I'd be happy to talk with you that way.
0: Right now, we want to play a song for you. Um, I I asked you we're like trying to think of what song yeah because we like to
1: play music on this show we
0: do it's it's kind of an intricate part of who we are it is and it's us being true to ourselves yes so and I was. she was like do you know of any songs about being true to yourself and I was like there's like a Justin Bieber song but I don't want to play it <laughs> and so I asked the question what is something that's like nostalgic that you go back to that you feel just <sighs> brings you back to not square one but just like your roots back to myself back to yourself yeah and this is what you came up with you're like oh my gosh your response how, was how like Why did I not think of this before it's my favorite song yeah this is probably probably my favorite song in the whole world
1: so it's a little slow so bear with us but um, it's something that's kind of kept me coming back to it like regardless of where I am in my life like especially if I'm having like crises of identity like what do i even do right now like i'm doing so much stuff um this song kind of encourages me to not lose who i am and even though the moment passed me by i still
0: can't turn away
1: Never thought you'd lose Tossed along the way
0: why you like that song so much. <laughs> it's so obvious now, right? Yeah, it's so it's so good. Goo Goo Dolls. Name, we'll link it.
1: Yeah, and um, in the, the show notes There's there's some lines in there I just wanted to point out um the we didn't get to this yeah, part of the song. Yeah, we didn't get this far. It's towards the end it says um scars are souvenirs you never lose the past is never far and did you lose yourself somewhere out there? Did you get to be a star? It's kind of like that's where I really go back to. It's like did you forget to be a star? It's like, did you forget your ambitions? Like, mm. did you forget all the dreams that you have? Like, why are you letting those go in this moment? Because you, like, feel down. Or maybe maybe you didn't win an award. You like, lose yourself. You know, there's <laughs> been times, like I said, where I didn't win something. And you kind of feel like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I'm not good enough. Like, maybe my work isn't good enough. And as creatives, we probably have some of the craziest self-esteem because – it's not like you said like an accountant just does math. Like math just is. But creatives actually put a piece of ourselves out there into it what we're doing and we put it out there for people to accept or reject and it can turn into an accept acceptance or rejection of us. Complex. Yeah, so an accept or acceptance or rejection complex. <laughs> yeah. So um we would love to know what you guys feel about this topic staying true to yourself if you if you have tricks like I have this song that kind of grounds me and brings me back, um, along with people. You know, obviously, this song isn't the only thing. Like, I have people in my life, like you. I have Mm -hmm. my husband. I have um, my good friend, Dominic. I have lots of people that encourage me to stay the course and stay true to who I am, and that basically people will come around if you're just you, and I truly believe that.
0: I agree. (laughs) Give us your feedback. Uh, we'd love to know what you think about this episode. You can do so, again, just on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, we want to know. And of course, visit her website, BrandyC.com. That's the old fashioned way of getting all of it. Yeah. She was just saying, Oh, I love that all of my stuff is just in one place. So if you. Which is very recent. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty recent. So BrandyC.com. Yes.
1: And a huge thanks to our good friend, Vespertine, for allowing us to use his amazing song as our our energy and our music for this podcast
0: intro and outro yep. and life song um you can check out the show notes for links and info to everything we talked about today and in as well as in past episodes for design speaks episodes i think i already said that whatever that's okay we're just being us yeah just, again <laughs> don't forget to rate us on Please. iTunes. Yeah. No, no, we're not asking anymore. Okay, we're we telling. Are telling you. This is do not it. a question. Go do it. Like Nike. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> Rate us on iTunes. Five stars, preferably. Can't wait to talk to you guys some more next week.
1: in the yard and we the stars. And I've known your mind while you kiss my scars. we Then we go home. For a week when you get what you see But the precious will fade in a green
0: mystique Where we go, oh oh, oh, oh And we go, oh, oh But oh. we'll love if we wanna And we'll get